This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Part of the meetings, but man, now I look for the meeting just to see you guys. Amen. You need, to come, you need to come tomorrow. Uh, I, I won't be there tomorrow. I got to study. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Courtney, man. Courtney, you going? You going to be in tomorrow? Yeah, most definitely. All right, good. Courtney's going to okay. cover for me. All right, well, <laughs> I'll be uh, Eric Lee and no, Courtney Carson tomorrow. Thank you Courtney, for those high five sentiments. Enjoy. But you guys, you guys have been awesome. Amen. You know, I, I think Courtney, you've been on for is it three years or four years, and Eric, you've been on now for two years. Yeah. Um, and, and you, you've just, you've just made United Way of Decatur, Illinois, a better organization by participating in, in what we've got going on. Let me tell you why I, I dedicate, uh, so much time to it because I feel like I owe it because for so long I just didn't know any better. I didn't realize every dollar that goes to United Way stays in the county. Every dollar that goes to United Way goes to these agencies that are helping people from newborn babies to the elderly, you know, right. that are helping people from, from uh from the homeless to, to to people that just can't pay their power bill that that one month you know it's, I mean these agencies are what are amazing and to have this giant umbrella overneath the, over over all of it it's like man I should have known about that when I came on the air but I learned about it a few years in and I was like okay when I get an opportunity I'm going to push this and once I once I left the you know it's not really a sports only show kind of conversation except when things pop up uh, but the cool thing is once we came over here I was like yeah let's talk about it every week every every little bit counts and. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we've helped a little bit. I'll, I'll you tell guys, you. you guys have helped it immensely. You know, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell an Eric Lee story. So when Eric and Katie got married, I don't know if the listening public knows that uh, what you guys did, and I forget exactly how it went down. Was it your dollar dance or whatever it is that happens at weddings? You guys gave all that money United Way from your wedding. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. It was a wishing well thing. I think is what we did. Mm-hmm. Wishing yeah. well. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there was. I wish it was more. That's um, but, amazing. But, but I the mean, thought behind that is phenomenal, man. Dude, you, you know have how a many other heart. people have, have put a, a United Way wishing well at the reception? <laughs> I can only think of one. Right. Hey, yeah. I wanted to. I, neither way, I wanted to make things a little different about our reception. <laughs> well, man, you well, have a phenomenal yes, heart here. Yes. Taste of Decatur. That's what, we, we want to do everything just a little differently mm-hmm. and, uh, and involve all the people we you know we care about. So. Yep. So yeah, I'd, that is amazing. I would have never even remembered that. Mm-hmm. So man, I, I'll never forget it. Well, much love to you, and uh, we appreciate coming on. You're, you're more than welcome to call next week if you uh, want to yell at me or tell me to get the hell out of here. <laughs> hey, I, I just, I just want to know, Eric, are you taking the vaccine? I think I would take it. I, I would, I would give, give me one doctor that I trust that that would tell me, yeah, you're fine to take it. I would take it if my doctor said he can take it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Unless they're hey, like, unless they're like, hey, you know who shouldn't take it? Really fat people. And I would be like, <laughs> I'm probably not going to take it then. Uh, that, that's not a true statement. And 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 oh, by the way, when you take it, because I know you will, then go to the Maine County Health Department and have my daughter give you the vaccine. Oh, is oh, that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. who I'm going to go get it from. Yeah. So I trust yeah. it even more. So you'll take it. I am going to take it. Yeah. Now it, I, I will feel like. Wait, I don't need it more than some other people may need. That's it. how I feel. So when those numbers, when when it's like, uh-huh. hey, we have enough, you know, I, I'm not I'm not afraid to take it for life. Right. That uh, unless a doctor said not to, unless like my oh, doctor yeah. said I, not to. I won't. But, I won't be getting mine till April or May of next year. Yeah, yeah. When whenever whenever everybody that need, needs it first got it, that's mm-hmm. what I'll feel. Oh, about absolutely. It. I would feel the same way. That's how I feel about this. Situation. I wouldn't yeah. knock a guy in a walker over mm-hmm. uh, to get to to get mine. Right. So, so, so you're saying you wouldn't knock me over to get one? <laughs> you're not a walker. You, you could still go fight for the country. I can't right. do a push up. We've been over this. James, Dude, Steve I, look like I'm a linebacker. Replaced man. on Wednesday. I'm going to be in really? a walker. Uh, you're going to be a new guy. I'm mm. a new knee, new me. Are you almost Iron Man? Uh, I'm a half Iron Man. <laughs> half Iron Man. <laughs> Probably run an Iron Man before I can run a three k. <laughs> hey, I just. Hey, I also want to highlight though. But that IDPH plan, because um, I saw that too, just want to highlight that it is subject to change. So I don't want people to get locked in on on, on on what you guys talked about and then have the new plan come out and go, what? Yeah, yeah, sure. You mean as far as the dates? Well, dates and, and you know, every everything's subject to change in there to include priorities and everything else. So. Sure. And more vaccines. And more vaccines. Yeah, multiples. So. James, great to talk to you. I'm going to miss this more than you'll uh, ever believe. Oh, Feeling is mutual, my brother. UWDecatur.org is uh, where you go for United Way, even though we rarely talk about it when James is there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I'm just going to let so, – so so my little brother's a, a, a Nebraska alum. Okay. And, and, and Nebraska and the Bears are kind of in the same category. And a guy said, 
you know, the product has been too bad for too long. They're not even upset anymore. Losing has been the norm for so long. Mm. You know, the, the Bears in Nebraska need a loser vaccine like the rest of us need a COVID <laughs> vaccine. Yeah, I, I don't think Nebraska people have accepted that quite the way that, that they say so. Uh, there, there's some, there's some real, there's some real frustration. Oh, mm. frustration. Sure. I think, I think bear fans, we've like, we're still getting mad. Like, what do we expect? Except, yeah. except being a loser. That's what, that's what we get for rooting for losers. <laughs> Product has been too bad for too long. <laughs> I've hit the acceptance mode. I can't believe they won five games. It feels like we should have a party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll come over in June to have the. The post-COVID Bears loser party. All right, I'll uh, I'll you I'll bring the whiskey. You bring All the right. pizza. I'll, I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> James, good to talk to you, brother. You too. So long, you James. Well, yeah, uh, James, the, the only guy we, we're okay going five minutes over and not playing the Fox News for James and Debbie. <laughs> right, right. Quick timeout, and uh, now that we're at the top of the hour, it'll be a quick timeout. We come back. We're going to talk to the vice president of Richmond Community College, talking about student enrollment and mm-hmm. uh, new projects. Doctor yeah. Z, Isaac Zuniga, who might have been. One of our first ever guests. Yeah, he. Was, I think he was. He was actually. It was. It was real. I think he was, yeah. was the first week. The first yeah, week. he was the first week. It was Monday or Tuesday too. It yeah, was, he was a very. Yeah, one he, of our first guests. One of our very first four o'clock featured spot. Yeah. Guests, so, Doctor Z is next. Don't run off. Uh, we get a quick break. Back for more. Car, home, mobile device. We're there. WSOY Decatur, thirteen forty AM and one oh three point three FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is Shiler with your stories now. Voter turnout for the November election in Illinois reached nearly 73%. That's the highest turnout for a presidential election since 1992, and remarkable since it was held in the middle of a pandemic, says State Board of Elections spokesperson Matt Dietrich. And there had been concern that voters who might be concerned about exposing themselves to COVID might stay away from this election. The push for voting by mail and the encouragement of local election authorities to voters to vote early really brought out the number. The November 2020 election set several records for the number of voters registered, votes cast, and mail-in ballots received. Former state senator Martin Sandoval, who was facing prison after pleading guilty to political corruption, has died from COVID-19 complications. Sandoval, the former Senate Transportation Committee chairman, pleaded guilty in January to taking thousands of dollars in campaign contributions from the red light camera company SafeSpeed in exchange for blocking legislation that would hurt it. For these stories, podcasts, and videos, go to nowdicator.com. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andrix of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of the Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. Memorial Health Systems and Decatur Memorial Hospital have created a COVID-19 dashboard to increase public awareness about hospitalizations in our community. When Decatur Memorial's got somewhere between 25 and 35 percent of our inpatients are COVID positive, that's putting tremendous strain on the system. The science on this is very clear. Wearing a mask, social distancing works. Find the dashboard at choosememorial.org backslash COVID-19 and listen to the podcast with DMH CEO Drew Early at nowdecatur.com. I wear a mask for my family and my community. This is Kevin Berhaney of First Mid Insurance Group. I can tell you firsthand that I was lucky to recover from COVID-19, but it deeply affected me and the people I love. As COVID surges in our community, I plead with everyone to do the right thing and wear a mask or a face covering when you're in public. It's a simple thing you can do to protect others around you, help our local businesses, and possibly save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please, wear a mask. Convenient. Safe. 
and available now. The Crossing Healthcare free drive-through COVID clinic, now located at 990 North Water Street in Decatur, next to the Crossing Campus. Reserving your test time online is easy. Just go to crossinghealthcare.org backslash COVID-19. Testing times are offered in 10-minute increments, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to noon. Testing is offered at no cost to you, but you should bring your health insurance information. For more information, go to crossinghealthcare.org backslash COVID-19 today. Hi, this is Ryan Spurlock, co-owner of the Brass Horn and Brass Horn 2 in downtown Decatur. I want to talk to you about what we are all going through right now and what we as businesses are doing to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. We are open for business as usual, and we respectfully request that you wear a mask when shopping in our stores. We're also cleaning and disinfecting on a regular basis, and we want all of our customers to know that our stores are a safe place to come shop for those that are special to you this holiday season. Happy holidays to everyone, and most importantly, be well and stay safe. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Forget this has a minute before it actually plays. A minute? I think it's like nine minutes. Mm, mm, mm. I was around us now. But there's some energy to it though, right? It make you just. Uh. Yeah. Hour number two. Mm. Eric Lee Show, Richard Community College's Courtney Carson. We got plenty of things I could say at the top of the air that we get to it. Yeah. Brought to you by Earth Mover Credit Union. Of course, Hour One brought to you by Dale Southwick Pharmacy and Coley's Corner Drugs. Thanks to Dale, Rita, Lauren, the crew at, Cole, at uh, Dale's. Erica Coley at Coley's Corner Drugs of North and Forsyth. Appreciate this them being on board with us for so long. One of the greatest, most supportive sponsors we'll ever talk about. Yeah. All 14 years I've been involved here. Mm. And, of course, Bory Law Offices, our Hour Two sponsor. Bory Law, specializing in bankruptcy, family law, update a will. Handle divorce. A lot of things you don't want to deal with in life or have to get a lawyer for, unfortunately. They're there to help you through the process. 422-2400, Boring Law Offices. I don't think we can watch a Steelers game here, Dom. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what you're looking for? Can't find it. Scoreless three minutes in. It says TV Fox, but it ain't on Fox. Old Judge Judy's on Fox right now. I'm going to check, see if it's on a streaming app or something, but I don't, might be blacked out. Very I don't think that's worth a game, though. I mean, it's Washington, right? I mean, every football game is worth it. 12 minutes of counting. Into hour two, we get things started. One little late with James Keithy, not away. Concluding hour one. And we go to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. Get a chance to reconnect with one of the first guests ever on the show. Uh, Vice President of Richmond Community College. Uh, talk about student enrollment, new projects, things coming up. Uh, Dr. Z, Isaac Zuniga in the house. How you doing, Doc? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Courtney Dr. got an important Z. call. Oh, there he is. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you know, second time guest on the show, dedicated listener since the show started. So thanks again for having me back on the show to talk about Richmond and some important activities that we have planned for our students. Uh, we appreciate it. What's going on? I mean, I'm guessing... Boy, thinking outside the box is 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 just the, uh, the 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 brink of what you're trying to do right now, right? Yeah, I mean, we uh, if you think about the fall semester, we we're on the verge of completing it. So, uh, you know, it's been hard with us. You know, COVID has hit everyone, education upside down. Uh, but you know, perseverance really is a virtue. And so, I really want to take some time to thank all of our faculty and staff who continue to support our students during these challenging times. And more importantly, those students for finishing strong. You know, we have over uh, 300 students who uh, 
finish coursework to qualify for either an associate's degree or certificate in these challenging times. And that's important. That's a testament to their dedication, their fortitude to overcome the challenges with, you know, virtual learning and the challenges with the Internet that many of our students face in these times. And, and they made it. And so I'm happy to announce that. We're looking to celebrate that via remote and a virtual commencement on Friday, May 14th, to celebrate their achievement and successes. So we're excited for all that. I mean, the students have persevered, um, you know, during the challenging times. Uh, Courtney, I'm sure you're seeing this firsthand, just how hard it is to mm-hmm. create something new to, for the students to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, you know, Dr. Z, I'm guessing, probably uh, opening the door. Oh, most definitely, and in providing a phenomenal education uh, that doesn't leave individuals in debt for a lifetime. I mean, shoot, what more can you ask for, right? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Z, man, how you, first and foremost, man, how are you? I'm well, Rev. I'm doing well. You know, I, um, I'm very fortunate that I have the support from, of course, you know, Dr. Valdez and the college administration to help lead uh, the institution from, from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I go in the office when I need to, but, you know, it's all about safety. We understand that as an institution. We want to support our students. And, and so that's why we're also doing this event that hopefully I can talk about. You know, we uh, understand that our students have a lot of, of, of really challenges and barriers to, the, to support um and help them succeed, right? Yeah. So one of those, and this is nationally, is food insecurities. We understand that even in this COVID environment, food insecurities for our students is at an all-time high. So Mm -hmm. we recognize that. We understand that. So we are happy to announce that December 12th for all of our registered students, we will be hosting a December Richland to Remember event, providing them with not only a gift Mm. uh, box for their family and maybe if they have children, mm-hmm. but a food box for them to pick up. And so we sent information to all our students via email about the details to participate. So we're happy about that. We will be following CDC guidelines and recommendations, but we're there to support our students in these troubling times. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, you know, what, I don't know if you, you have to get approval for this. I mean, I'm guessing, you know, the, the people above are really helping out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and if you think about the community, and we, I mean, we, that's what we do in this area, and this is so refreshing and, and so um, supportive. You know, I think there was toy drives not too long ago, coat drives. And so we're just trying to do our part as an institution to support our students um, in these troubling times because, again, as, as we know, we're all in this together. No one is, is separate from it. And so we have to work together to support each other. Right. Talk to us about your success coaches, man. Cause you, wow. Yeah, talk to us about that. I think that's just phenomenal how you how – you, uh, brought that to the uh, organism. I, I kind of want to just say the Richland family, but talk to us about that a little bit. Sure. Uh, so we moved a couple years ago into <clears throat> really from an advising model to a coaching model that really is built on relationships. Mm-hmm. And so our coaches engage with our students very quickly into the enrollment process and throughout their their journey. And it's all about who are the students. You know, uh, we don't ask what classes do you want, what major do you want to follow. It's tell me about yourself. You know, mm-hmm. what are your interests? And from there, we start to build rapport, start to develop uh, pathways of support, whether it's emergency funding or transportation or childcare, so that we know where our students are at, so they can have those barriers removed, so they have ultimate success. And so it's been challenging for us to do that remotely, but we have, again, persevered, and, and we're seeing some of those successes. Our students, again, as I mentioned, are completing, are finishing the requirements to complete so they can either transfer or go into the workforce. I mean, matter of fact, we have 12, uh, 25 nurses that are graduating this Friday in our pinning ceremony, and many of them will go into the local health, um, health facilities in the area to help support the nursing shortage that we have. Wow. Doc, have you noticed, I think uh... – this is harder on adults than it is on kids, even kids in the collegiate realm, I feel like. They seem to be handling a lot of this like champions. How much easier has that made it on you? Or, or maybe tell me if I'm wrong. No, I mean, I think there's always challenges. I mean, when you think about adult learners and, and children, I mean, you you have challenges with technology, having access to hotspots, uh, having access to equipment. And so some of those challenges that we uh, can help facilitate is great. Um, but it really takes that educator, you know, to engage into curriculum in a remote environment. And I'm quite honest, I have three boys who are here uh, learning, and I'm seeing them progress in education. And I see the frustration in the teachers. So shout out to Miss Beard, uh, Merle Forsythe, first grader. She's awesome. I mean, recently technology 
took the left-hand turn and she adapted and, you know, was able to facilitate the lesson. And so that's a testament to how educators and teachers and faculty are resilient to support student success. That's amazing, man. Eric, we're trying, we're, we're at Richland Community College trying to be the best yeah. and first choice for education. And one of, yeah. one of our models is that, uh, to keep working for people, we have to know what people want. We don't just go into the conversation and, um, act as if we know already what they need, but we want to know what they want to better provide and serve them. Um, talk, talk to us more about some of the, uh, areas of service that we provide for students. Dr. Z. So, sure. So we have an emergency fund assistance program for students who are maybe uh, behind on their rent or have a car issue. So our foundation is very generous, so we have a program for that. We understand in these current times, mental health and mental well-being is critical, so mm-hmm. we have a service to provide our students uh, virtually online at any time that they want to get access to a clinician to talk about the struggles of life. We also have uh, book scholarships, mm. tuition scholarships for our students, transportation vouchers for mm. our students, and so holistically we are there to support our students. Um, one of the most important things that I think that we offer that our students take advantage of is we have a food pantry on our campus, and so yeah. our food pantry will be open as long as the college is open. Hours are posted on our website, rich.edu, for more information, but it's available for all of our students you know, to come and to get those supports so they can be better prepared for the classroom and ultimately for success. <laughs> I love it. I got to laugh because it's just phenomenal. But I do want to ask you this, and this set aside Richland Community College, man, and I don't know if I'm supposed to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask you anyways because I wouldn't be uh, the Rev if I wouldn't. <laughs> it's on my heart. Right? It's on my heart. So I was on Facebook, and I read that you have come out, meaning you are running for the Macon uh, Foresight School Board. Uh-oh. Oh, the Moreau Foresight School Board. Did I say Macon? Moreau, sorry. Moreau Foresight (laughs) School Board. You're running for school board. Talk to me about that. Uh, give me some information on what, what nudged you, what gave you the courage, not just the courage, but the, the fortitude to go ahead and run. Cause I think you're going to do a phenomenal job. And I'm going to say this too. When you get elected to that school board, I'm saying when you get elected. uh, I, I feel like you're going to win. Clearly, I, you guys I appreciate didn't... The, the vote of confidence. You <laughs> know? Clearly, you didn't talk to Courtney about what it's like to be on a school. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but I'll say this. I think leadership is all about service, right? Uh-huh. And so, you know, education for me has been more than a career. You know, as an educator and administrator, you know, I think it's important if you want to be involved in change and improvement, mm-hmm. uh, then you have to, you know, take a stand and say, yeah, I will do it. And so my passion for improving our schools is the reason why I announced my candidacy uh, for school board. I think I have the background and the knowledge to help, and that's what I want to do. I want to help. I mean, we're vested in this community. We will be here. I mean, Richland is is part of my ethos. It's, it's you know, I, I see that there's a lot of great things that are happening at Richland that I want to continue to contribute and build to support the community. So it's all positive change. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's time. I've been here long enough to really get involved. And if you look at my work history and my community involvement, everywhere I've been, whether it's in Phoenix or Chicago, I've, I've been involved. So mm-hmm. this is this is me being me. Some of the other things that you're involved with in this part- particular community, uh, you're a part of um – Talk to us about the boards that you sit on. Sure. Um, I'm on the Boys and Crows Club Board of Decatur. Okay. Uh, so I, I work with uh, a, a group of professionals and educators and Decaturites who help support youth education with the Decatur Board Club. Shout out to our CEO, who was, again, nominated and selected as CEO of the year for her volunteerism. Mm-hmm. Shamika, she is awesome. I work with the Decatur Club. I've coached volunteer parent coaching at Skywalker's International Gym, mm-hmm. and they needed a parent to step up, so I did that. And just been involved in my local community, you know, yeah. whether it's uh, neighborhood events, um, providing uh, resources for book scholarships and those type of things, just being involved. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good luck to you on that front, and uh, have fun with it. You know, I guess the best you can. Because <laughs> you're going to get yelled at. <laughs> they, well, you know, I don't think that Maru. Maybe not as bad. <laughs> they go try to drag your name, Doc. Yell, you, you're strong enough and built enough to take this. You are formidable. <laughs> you got this. God is with you. You got a beautiful family, a beautiful wife that's behind you. You're good, yeah. Doc. You're going to do this. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. Dr. Z, is there anything about, you know, linked to Richland and, you know, some of the new stuff you guys are doing or getting in the holidays that, that we haven't touched on? 
Well, we again, we believe in community service and being part of our our community. So we uh, partnered up with the Decatur Park District and uh, the event that they have coming up. The, I believe it's the Trees on the Tees event. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, last year we announced the kind of the reannouncement of our Richland mascot. So we are the Richland Knights. Yeah. And so we have a tree sponsorship. So we are number twelve. So if you, as you know, if you or anyone else goes out and participates in that event, it should be an awesome time. They are following and have COVID precautions. I would really advise you to take a look at the, take a look at the website for information. But we are number twelve. Our tree is number twelve. And we have uh, decided that our theme is a Richland night to remember. And so keep that in mind. There's a play on words, but you visit our tree and you see what we're talking about. I like how we're toying with this mascot stuff, getting closer and closer to sports coming back to Richland. I would love to have sports. (laughs) I think my my first day on the job, I said, hey, we we need to get some sports. So I think it really uh, helps complement the student experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Decatur has a lot of talent when it comes to athletics. And so why not utilize that, that, you know, that talent and that pool to help with education, promote Decatur and keep, you know, it in house so that we can develop and move on and then share it. So that's one of my goals, long-term goals. Uh, and hopefully, you know, that comes to fruition one of these days. Basketball, volleyball, soccer doesn't take that soccer, much. Yep. <laughs> golf. I mean, golf. I, I'm, I'm a semi. No, I'm not. I'm not telling the truth. I mean, I love playing the golf game, uh, yeah. but I don't have any golf game. <laughs> you got some golf game, Doc. Base, you got some golf game. Baseball, softball might need a little more football. Yeah. Need a little more time on how deep they want to go. But it, that's you, right. You just need a gym. You need a uh, base. Base basketball, softball, and soccer could be done. You know, relatively. Yeah, volleyball. We've got to put volleyball in there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do yeah. men's and women's. Millican has men's now, so nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So if we had a basketball team, Eric, will you be the voice of the? Will you come out and call the games? If they'll pay me. If they'll pay. Me. <laughs> <laughs> he said that quick. This is a. It's going to be my side hustle. Right. <laughs> uh, won't be any time to do it for nothing. He went straight to the right. point. <laughs> he went straight to the point. He said, "Yeah, I do re- it." He said, "Hey, if they pay me, yeah. I know my worth." Yeah, I'll do the first one for free. <laughs> the first one goes for free. <laughs> so, Doctor Z, take that into deep consideration. <laughs> I, I will do that. Hey, Eric. You know, I saw on Facebook that you announced that radio is is actually going to be um, second. So I, I appreciate your efforts, man. And all the comments that I saw, you have really made an impact in this community. So kudos to you. Best of luck in your endeavors. Uh, I know that you will be involved. And so, as Courtney said, if we get that, that basketball team, please give us a free one. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving town or anything like that. So Good. I would. I uh, unfortunately like like the show with Courtney. Getting to know you, we just started this, but mm-hmm. uh, but look forward to doing more things down the road together, even if it might not be radio. That's great, and then we always need to get that bad game in because you know I I think you need to witness me kind of putting one on the red at least oh, one time. Oh, I, I can't wait. I Eric, can't wait, Seriously. Eric. I would destroy this man in battle. <laughs> I, you know, what's even better? We do it at Cordy's house. You, you crush this dude on his own turf. <laughs> that, that's always right. That's always great. You, you punch him in the mouth when you're the yep. I him, will crush this guy. Him bags, make his wings. We'll drink his beer and then beat him. <laughs> and then I'll beat him. I'll beat him on his pool table, like I already did. Oh. <laughs> so when, when we're able. Is. To come out and socialize and be together, and the weather is is favorable. I'll bring the boards and bag set. Courtney bring the wings. Someone bring the beer, and let's have a good time. I like it. Let's do Sounds it. Sounds like a party. Doctor Z, it. thanks so much, and uh, boy, keep doing you, man. You'll be uh, uh, name 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 climbing in the community. That'll be huge before long. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate that. And to all the listeners, again, please uh, visit our website at richland.edu for more information about registering for classes whether it's our skills program, our transfer programs, we're available, and we have scholarships available for all those who are interested. So, again, awesome. happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everyone, and yeah, best same, of luck. Same to you and the family Blessings there, Dr. to you, Z. family. Appreciate it. Thank yes, you. Sir. Well, t- I can't wait to talk to you again, Dr. Z. Take care. Dr. Isaac Zuniga with uh, with Richard Community College. And, uh, yeah, now, now I... It's actually sinking in a little more now that you tell somebody you'll talk to him again. It's going to have to be in my own term. <laughs> right. It's not just down the road on the air, you know. It's, uh, yeah. 
I, I knew I was having my last conversation with Alex Frazier, even though she didn't, you know. But right. now it's like we've got Nicole Bateman set and Debbie Bogle next week. I was going to mention that. All man. those my, hurt a little. My yeah. wife caught that when we were talking to Alex, and she was like, talk to you next. Somebody said, well, obviously I'll talk to you next year. And you was like, uh-uh. Yeah, she yeah. said you kind of yeah. – <laughs> because you, didn't, you was, hadn't made the announcement yet. Yeah, and she didn't know either. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, tough, man. But yeah. uh, you never know. Yeah. Um, Dr. Isaac Zuniga, that conversation will be loaded up on uh, com on the Naticator Facebook page. And uh, probably even Twitter as well if you want to find that link if you missed any of it. And, of course, uh, the Naticator uh, app where all of our podcasts are uploaded. We're going to get a break. On the way to break in this hour, too, uh, we're going to start out with a three-day weather forecast. When we come back, Dr. Janelle Norman and Bobby Parsons about uh, Parsons School, the importance of uh, that school keeping its name. But now, weather forecast. The Rev. Today we saw highs near 41. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 27. On Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 43. And on Wednesday, sunny with a high near 54. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, The Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. But please stay healthy, my friends. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andricks of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. News. I'm Rich Dennison. The FDA will meet Thursday with Pfizer to discuss emergency use of its coronavirus vaccine. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar says 40 million doses of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines will be available this month. We'll use 20 million of them because we're going to hold back as a reserve the second dose that people will need to get. U.S. coronavirus deaths have now passed 282,000 as new infections and hospitalizations rise across the country. Congress is working to avert another government shutdown and approve a roughly $900 billion coronavirus relief package that would include renewed small business aid unemployment insurance and funding for state and local governments house speaker nancy pelosi and senate majority leader mitch mcconnell both say it is now likely any covid relief is merged with a one and a half trillion dollar spending bill needed to prevent a government shutdown friday night fox's jared halpern on capitol hill america is listening to fox news We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of the Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. Springfield Clinic is committed to providing high-quality health care along with an excellent patient experience because your health is our job. Providing value to you is our duty. And caring for those who make our community home, that's our mission. Springfield Clinic, caring for you here. I wear a mask for my family and my community. This is Kevin Berhaney of First Mid Insurance Group. I can tell you firsthand that I was lucky to recover from COVID-19, but it deeply affected me and the people I love. As COVID surges in our community, I plead with everyone to do the right thing and wear a mask or a face covering when you're in public. It's a simple thing you can do to protect others around you, help our local businesses, and possibly save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please, wear a mask. Cataracts affect 50% of adults between 65 and 74, and the effects can start as early as age 55. Cataracts may be common, but that doesn't mean they can't be corrected. At Gailey Eye Clinic, we understand that every eye is slightly different in size, depth, and curvature. That's why we offer a customized, tailored treatment just for you. See the world clearly, the way it was meant to be. Schedule a consultation for cataract surgery at GaileyEyeClinic.com. Gailey Eye Clinic. Focused on convenient, safe, 
and available now. The Crossing Healthcare free drive-through COVID clinic, now located at 990 North Water Street in Decatur, next to the Crossing Campus. Reserving your test time online is easy. Just go to crossinghealthcare.org backslash COVID-19. Testing times are offered in 10-minute increments, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to noon. Testing is offered at no cost to you, but you should bring your health insurance information. For more information, go to crossinghealthcare.org backslash COVID-19 today. Hi, this is Ryan Spurlock, co-owner of the Brass Horn and Brass Horn 2 in downtown Decatur. I want to talk to you about what we are all going through right now and what we as businesses are doing to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. We are open for business as usual, and we respectfully request that you wear a mask when shopping in our stores. We're also cleaning and disinfecting on a regular basis, and we want all of our customers to know that our stores are a safe place to come shop for those that are special to you this holiday season. Happy holidays to everyone, and most importantly, be well and stay safe. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is good. Now, as great of a person Dr. Mm-hmm. Janelle Norman is, uh-huh. will she compliment your singing or not? We go to the Kansas City yes, Barbecue Pit Hotlines. We're joined by Dr. Janelle Norman and uh, and Bobby Parsons. Welcome. Dr. Norman, what do you think of Courtney Carson singing? Oh, he has a beautiful voice. Look at Thank that. Thank you so love. much. Either, That's either why I love you, Dr. Nice, Norman. The nicest liar. <laughs> or she just doesn't no, no. know what no, music no. sounds like. She, <laughs> she knows a beautiful voice. She knows a joyful noise when she hears one. Oh, it's just really, I just, oh, I just can't explain how much I love his voice. Oh, Amen. That's why I love you, you Dr. Man. Norman. It's a good thing you like his voice. <laughs> It's everywhere. <laughs> hey, oh, man. oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Welcome back, Dr. Norman. Uh, hello, Bobby Parsons. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Sister Bobby Parsons, did you hear uh, Eric and I singing that song? You sounded good. Thank you so much. You know, that's how we got to do it. We're waiting for the world to change. Who are these people you bring on the show? (laughs) (laughs) They are awfully easy to impress. Amen. Amen. I need to make friends like you do. You know. (laughs) I think your singing sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. Uh, tell me, tell me where the, the beginning, and, and this might be you, Courtney, where, the beginning of this conversation on the importance of, of the name of, uh, of Parsons School. Where did, where did this become an issue? When did we, when did this start? Let me, let me first off by saying this right here. I, I want to just highlight this particular individual. Not, and I want to say this to Miss Parsons. If, if I, if I get to grow old and die, and I hope that I have a niece, a son, a, a daughter, a grandchild, somebody that would stand for me while I'm gone the way you have stood for your uncle. That's amazing. And I hope that there's a Dr. Janelle Norman to stand with you, that my child, while you stand for your uncle or father, whatever it may be. But today we're talking about uh, James Benton Parsons, man. Eric, let me just let me highlight this. This is going to be news to a lot of people. In town. Yeah. I don't know who the school is. Let are. me talk to yeah. you about this for just a second. Parsons was nominated by President John F. Kennedy. Wow. All right. On the 10th of August in 1961 to a seat on the United States District Court for the Northern District of Illinois. Now, watch this. He was confirmed by the United States Senate on August 30th, 1961 and received his commission the same day, becoming the first African-American to serve as U.S. District Judge in the United States District Court. Huh? He served as chief judge from 1975 to 1981 and served as a member of the Judicial Conference of the United States from 1975 to 78. 
Now check this out. Where's he from initially? Check this out. Let me. Can I just break this thing down just a little bit? Then I'm gonna hand this thing right on over to Miss Parsons and Dr. Norman. Born August 13, 1911, and Miss Parsons, if I if I'm stop me when I'm lying. That's what we say. Stop me when I'm lying. <laughs> All right. Born August 13, 1911, in Kansas City, Missouri. His family moved to St. Louis, Missouri, where his father was a, a evangelist in the ministry. He's a he's a minister with the Disciples of Christ, uh, Christ Church. The fact for the family subsequently lived in Lexington. All right, in Bloomington, Indiana, before settling. Watch this in Decatur, Illinois. Really, Parsons wanted to be an attorney. But the time he was a junior high school, he was named class orator for Stephen Decatur High School, class of 1929. First race student to receive this honor. He was the he was on the basketball team at Stephen Decatur High School, coached by Kittner. Yeah, that's yeah. your boy. I know you love that information because Eric is a sports guy. Well, Jim was named after him. Yeah, right. And also in the school, he was in the school band and orchestra. He earned his bachelor's of art degree from guess where? Milliken University. No kidding. In 1934. This is what we, this is who we're honoring in the city of I Decatur. Feel bad this not is who, any of this who's history. here. Now yeah. watch this. Guess where he's buried at, man? Uh, Decatur. Decatur Cemetery. Really? And that's who Parsons School is named after this particular individual. Sister talk, Sister um, Parsons, talk to us about the work that you've done to ensure that that name stays Parsons School. I have um, campaigned with petitions at, um, and I thank Mr. Spate at um, Waterfront Cafe here in Decatur. Mm. I received numerous numerous signatures mm-hmm. that they went very well. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I have let everyone know over Facebook. Um, everyone has shared. I thank Dr. Norman. I think um, Dominique. I think Terry. I think um, Cor- Corletta. Everyone, if I missed anyone, but I think everyone who has backed me. Mm-hmm. Um, the community has been good, great. Even though we may not get some of the signatures, we had a lot of honk or the horn. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I went down to Central Park uh, yesterday, and we also got signatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, WAND interviewed me yesterday at Central Park. They told me that I should be on tomorrow morning for the news. But Mm -hmm. I've done my energy. I feel like my energy has been great. I feel like I have done what I needed to do to stand up Mm -hmm. for my great uncle. And then your great uncle, that's what I was going to ask, what what your relationship Great uncle. When was, does anybody know when Parsons, when did the school open? When was it named Parsons? Was was it from the time it was opened? It was dedicated um, in February in 1967. 67. Uh, was he was he on the the, the, the uh, district court at the time? Yes, he was. Okay, yeah, because he, he went there on 61. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Uh, which he served, um, I believe, until he, he passed in I, 93, I, I believe. Right. I'm reading it right. Okay. I forget to talk about his World War II experiences and things such as that. He's just a phenomenal uh, person and individual. Dr. Norman, you, I, I read in the Hilton Review uh, your concerns with the matter. Can you speak to us a little bit about your concerns with that, with the, with the matter? Well, it, first of all, it is the only school in Decatur that is named after an African-American Mm-hmm. And it's not just any African-American, as she has just given the history. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an extraordinary, highly self-esteemed individual that that name should remain there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as the board, you guys have been doing um, a resolution on racism. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do some areas of recognizing that you don't want racism existing in the school district, then it should be all the way around, and you can't put something in writing and then the voice and the actions are totally different. They need to be in sync with one another. Mm-hmm. 
And you, you see why with, I love Dr. Uh, no Machine? ain't afraid to tell me off on the air. I'm sorry. Oh, keep I, going. I it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> no, you are right. You are okay. I'm glad I'm just coming on with this now because I'm fully on board. <laughs> you see how she just chin checked me on the air, Eric? <laughs> Go ahead, Dr. Well, no, I'm sorry for interjecting. That's why she told you your singing sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's letting you know she's honest. Amen. Sorry well, about that. I just think that. You know, in the resolution, you guys talk about having to make sure that, you know, you have a representation of the employees in sync with the the student body. Mm-hmm. And the way I look at it, given what the percentage would be of African-Americans in the school district, then perhaps we are entitled, get this word, we are entitled to have at least three schools named after African-Americans. Mm, I like that. Mm. I like that. I mean, point blank and period. It's simple, simple uh, enough. Mm-hmm. Is so fill in the blanks of what I'm missing here. Are they saying we might not? You know, the Stevenson kids are coming to Parsons. Are they saying we may not have kept the name Parsons? Are they saying we? There's a process that uh, schools that 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 are combining. They go through a community kind of conversation on where what name should we call the particular school because the combination or the yeah. amalgamation of both schools. Now I have I I believe that um there that that name will stay Parsons. I think that community uh, won't change that. To be totally honest, uh, uh sister um, Parsons, how do you how do you feel your progress is coming with all the hard work that you've already displayed and showed and uh, practiced? How do you think the process is going? I believe the process is going great. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a lot of people behind me, a mm-hmm. lot of people out with petitions, which um, I will gather those um, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, there is something that I do want to read. Amen. Um, Mr. Uh, Gus Granius was the one who dedicated the school to uh, my great uncle. Mm-hmm. And his niece reached out to me and emailed um, comments that Mr. Granius' son has um, written. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if I may, may I read it? Almost definitely. Please, Please do. Floor is yours. Um, it says, good afternoon, Bobby. As I mentioned before, when I heard about the proposed name change, to Parsons School and that my uncle Gus T. Granius was involved. I was prompt to contact his son John before below is his response to my query. Good morning, Sania. After I read your text, I read the Herald and Review article about the name change contest for Parsons School. I do not recall that my father participated in the school's dedication but it is likely because he was a friend of Judge Parsons. I hope that the school's name is not changed because Judge Parsons is one of the few nationally noteworthy persons from Decatur. Although he was not born in Decatur, he grew up in Decatur. Mm-hmm. He attended Decatur High School and played basketball for Gay Kittner. He was the class orator. He graduated from Millican University before attending law school at the University of Chicago. When the courtroom was being remodeled by the Cater Bar Association, commissioned a large mural to be painted on the courtroom wall. The Bar Association asked me to work with the artist to design the mural. We decided to portray the series of four courthouses built in Macon County, commencing with the Law Cabin Courthouse, and also portray several famous attorneys associated with Macon County. We chose to portray Abraham Lincoln, Governor Oglesby, and Judge Parsons. Wow. The mural, the mural was That's very beautiful. large. Mm. And the portraits of the three honored attorneys were each about four by three feet. Yours on the left coast, John G. Wow. Well, that's fantastic. Wow. I've just caught chills. It seems pretty obvious. It's almost definitely an obvious thing. I, th- I think we should go as far as putting a statue outside of the school for this well, I person. hope there's at least 
a photo mm-hmm. and an explanation of who the school's named after. And Almost schools, definitely. You know, I, I hope that's at least something that's been mm-hmm. done, uh, especially since it's the same building. Mm-hmm. This doesn't even seem, you know, I, I've looked up. I'll read some information on who Adelaide Stevenson was, uh-huh. um, who's not from Decatur at all. He is mm-hmm. from Bloomington, did some important things. Mm-hmm. But you can put his photo up in there as well because Stevenson kids merged into there. You know, name a wing after him. But I feel like the school seems pretty obvious that Parsons should 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 hold the name. I mean, plus you have, I don't care if you're born in Decatur or not, you, you contributed immensely to Decatur and then, um, and then went on to represent Decatur very well. And family is still located in Decatur. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I, it seems pretty obvious, but I, I know and you've got to go through the hoops and the steps that you go through. But mm-hmm. hopefully, we uh, we stay consistent on this one. Are, are you are you worried, Doctor Norman, that it was it was trending away from being named? Were you just were you just getting out in front of it, or, or are there some things that have led you to think maybe it's not? Well, I was very concerned just hearing that that was what was in the making, and given that other names have uh, remained the same, and yet uh, others. Have not where you know the district has this commitment that they need to change the names of a lot of different schools because they want to head in a different direction in terms of how the learning process works. I guess so. I was very much concerned, but this is one thing that I'm proud of Bobby and the family and mm-hmm. the citizens of Decatur who are willing to to go out and advocate for the name to remain the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, knowing the board the way. Uh, but my friend knows the board, and I know the board, and those who keep up with board activities, um, sometimes <laughs> you just can't be uh, – you just don't know which direction a board will go in, and therefore, yes, let's get ahead of this, mm-hmm. let, our, let it be known where we're standing on this, and we're standing tall and straight on it. We mm-hmm. do not want that name to be changed. Simple as that. Well, I, uh, I think that makes a lot of sense, and I'll stand there with you. I don't, I don't offer much help, but uh... – <laughs> If but, you stand with us and listen, that's a, we will listen to you sing as much as you want to sing and whatever you want. To. I don't want to make you listen to me sing, but we, if we have to listen to Courtney sing, it might, it might hurt our chances together. No, you earned the right to sing. Hey, we'll, we'll work with you. Well, hey, uh, let, let's let's hope this uh, this stays here. I've learned so much in the last ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. know. I knew they were the Parsons Owls, and that's all I knew. I mm-hmm. live around the corner from the school for crying out loud. <laughs> right. But uh, has... I, it took me a long time to realize that the great schools are named after people. I didn't even realize it. You know, I mm-hmm. started seeing, you know, Adelaide Stevenson was Stevenson, and mm-hmm. I know Baum is named after. I don't even know who the, m- many of them are. But you know, to the... Oh, well, Michael Baum, I can tell you, I lived on the same street with his parents, and they were very proud of having a school named after him. In fact, when they first introduced themselves, the second sentence that they talked about was the school being named after their son. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, that's great. That's amazing, man. Typically, when you when you get rid of a name or a statue of a person, it's, it's because they're linked to something vile, right? Yeah. Some kind of racism or something that uh, individuals aren't necessarily proud of. But we're extremely proud of uh, Mr. Parsons and the work that he's done. And, and the family name is uh, – held in high esteem as well it, it, it isn't like the family has tarnished the name or anything like that but however for mr parsons he's been a phenomenal i'm extremely expired or inspired uh just by uh reading his history and, yeah, that's and great. you know it's it's phenomenal james work, benton parsons james benton parsons remember the name remember the name all right well is there one thing that we could probably get done you think where we can get uh commission Preston Jackson to make that statue of him. Uh oh! Look at Dr. Norman. Look at that. <laughs> I'm just, I love how she works. <laughs> I love how she works. You see her? You see? She looks out like she just put put me to work. Yeah, Doc. Yeah, we just knew somebody that had a connection. You know, like could just phone ring up uh, ring up <laughs> Reverend Jackson anytime. Uh, he just knew somebody. Jackson, he has relatives that live here in Decatur too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like it. It would be phenomenal if we had Preston, a uh, Mr. Preston Jackson, do a uh, or carve out a statue of Mr. Uh, Parsons, two prominent, two phenomenal African American men yeah, yeah. who's who's who lived he, right here in Decatur, Illinois. That's just a phenomenal sight to see. Yeah. I will hold the I would hold the utensils to carve that thing out for Mr. <laughs> oh Jackson. Oh my, he don't he does not need you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would help. I would definitely help. You don't have to be involved in everything. <laughs> just, you know, I, I'm a helper. That's what I do, Sister Parsons. I'm a helper. You know. <laughs> Uh, Bob, Bobby, it's an honor to have you on the show. Dr. Norman, uh, as well, an honor to have you on again. We appreciate your time and, uh, let's, uh, 
whatever we need to do, keep this keep this marching forward. Keep Parsons Parsons. All right. Thank you so I thank much. Thank you, guys. Great to Amen. have you guys on again. God bless both of you. Dr. Janelle Norman and uh, and Bobby Parsons with us uh, on the importance of uh, Parsons School, keeping the name Parsons School, and learning the whole history of oh, that school and who yeah. it's named after and the what and the why. I think when you have a family still represented here and they represent mm-hmm. Decatur and Adelaide Stevenson, is who Stevenson School is named after. I think that would be the only possible other name. It would be. It's unfortunate. Trust me. I know mm-hmm. what it's like to have your school closed. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. You, you're like the the guy that closes schools. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All of them. Rich has got their eyes on me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Sure don't come any closer. But Adelaide Stevenson's from Bloomington. For people that don't know who he is, I mean, he, he did a lot in the world. But he's from Bloomington. He was never necessarily linked to 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 Decatur, but. Uh, he, uh, he served in numerous positions in the federal government, agricultural adjustment. He was a member of the Democratic Party. Um, he did, uh, win the Democratic nomination for president in 52 and 56, but in both elections, he was beaten landslides by Eisenhower, unsuccessfully sought the presidential nomination for a third time in 60. After President Kennedy was elected, he appointed Stevenson. That's funny. Kennedy nominated, uh, put both these guys in, in, in positions. Yeah. But he appointed Stevenson as U.S. ambassador to the United Nations. So he was the only the fifth one to ever serve that role. So Adelaide Stevenson, he passed in 65 from a heart attack. He died in London following a United Nations conference in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did important things for the yeah, country. Most definitely. And, and note that in the mm-hmm. school. And I don't see a problem. I, th- I think when you walk in the door, you should see, uh, a, 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 an explanation. Whether it's a statue or at mm-hmm. least something that explains James Benton Parsons, mm-hmm. and then Adelaide Stevenson, we're, we're honoring him at this school as well because in 2020 or 21, Stevenson closed and and mm-hmm. those students came here. You know, yep. you, there's yep. no yep. reason like that you that. can't still tell the story, right? But the name on the front should probably still be Parsons. Oh, and we're going to have sure. these decisions to make on a number of schools. The whole country is going to deal with this. Schools are going to continue to close. Mm-hmm. You know, we're having less babies than we were. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming into the world, but but, but traditionally people are having less babies. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you're, you're expanding. You're having more and more neighborhoods go to one school, and mm-hmm. we're also getting a lot better at building schools. And yeah. Yeah. we have virtual learning, which is a thing. And mm-hmm. um, it's just how it's going to be. There's going to be less. We're going to probably be a city with one high school at some point in the near future. That's there's going to be a conversation about naming that. Why it wouldn't just be Decatur High School, I have no idea. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but the, the, all those days will will come down the road. This one seems to be pretty obvious, though. You know, I, yeah. I don't see the I don't see the importance yeah. of a uh, of, of keeping a Bloomington name as much as it would be having a, a family that's represented in this town of somebody who is hey man who who moved to this town, represented this town, went mm-hmm. to college in this town. Mm-hmm. And then went on to do amazing things. He should have some particular portrait at um, Milliken as well. He's the first African American to serve in a U.S. district judge. Yeah, and just and as the importance to people of color as well. Yeah, for sure. Noteworthy. It's it's not just noteworthy because of that, but that's Mm -hmm. also another gigantic reason. And and his resting place is Greenwood Cemetery, located right here in Decatur, Illinois. He hasn't left. Sometimes you'll learn important parts of history on this show. <laughs> right. And sometimes we'll just sing poorly and talk about R. Kelly too much. <laughs> Let's get a break. Definitely. Last break on this Monday. When we come back, we wrap up by getting a peek at uh, at uh, Soy City Buzz on First Mid Mondays with Kevin Brahaney. Rev, how's it look out there? Man, today we saw some highs near 41. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 27. On Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 43. And on Wednesday, sunny with a high near 54. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, The Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. But please stay healthy, my friends. Memorial Health Systems and Decatur Memorial Hospital have created a COVID-19 dashboard to increase public awareness about hospitalizations in our community. When Decatur Memorial's got somewhere between 25 and 35 percent of our inpatients are COVID positive, that's putting tremendous strain on the system. The science on this is very clear. Wearing a mask, social distancing works. Find the dashboard at choosememorial.org backslash COVID-19 and listen to the podcast with DMH CEO Drew Early at nowdecatur.com. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andricks of Crossing Healthcare. 
The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Well, it was a great conversation. Yeah. But we're winding down. We go back to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. Look ahead to tonight's first mid, uh, Soy City Buzz on first mid Mondays. It's Kevin Brahaney. What's up? Hey, so you're giving up show business for financial services. I'm still <laughs> scratching my head. I'm following the Kevin Brahaney way. The Kevin Brahaney way. <laughs> he did mention that, brother K. I want to help, I want to help people still. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm inspired by that. But, uh, yeah, we're going to try something. We're going to try something new. I'm still going to call games. No, good. You're great at it. You're great at uh, the Eric Lee show too. So we're going to miss that. But uh, mm-hmm. my best of luck to you. Anything I can do to help you, just let me know. By the way, will it be the Rev and Dom show? No, Rev's <laughs> going to just go back to working in the afternoons at the school, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the school gets them back, huh? I've been, I've been, I encourage him to try and I'd help him, but not yet. He's not ready for that quite yet, maybe. Oh, give me a break. You are. Re- I just listened to you for the last. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.